Welcome to Marketing Masterclass with Michał Szaniecki. We learned how consumers consume communications and how to communicate your brand in the central route. When your brand is strong, you have a truly unique and imitable offer. The central route will, with high attention will work just fine. Just keep it simple. Most of the time though, your competition will imitate you fast and your offer can be easily counter-argued by consumers. This is where we typically stand with our brands. And here the peripheral route may offer some effective solutions for a brand. Let's first imagine how peripheral route works. Let's take our vision. Our peripheral vision can perceive everything in the angle of more or less 160 degrees. Our ears, every sound perceivable around us. Most typical examples of how we consume brand communications peripherally is you browsing social media on your iPad while TV is, TV is on with a commercial break playing out in the background. You're not actively paying an attention to it, but it's out there and it's affecting you. And when you're having friends over for a barbecue, talking in the garden, while Alexa plays a radio in the background and an ad is being played, again, no attention from you or your friends, but you will most likely be affected if you can perceive it. There is one example I like to share to manifest the power of our peripheral perception. It's called a cocktail party syndrome. Imagine you're having an, an agitated conversation with a couple of your friends. You're standing in a spacious room where the party takes place. Suddenly someone else from another group is mentioning your name. Instantaneously your peripheral perception detects it. You refocus your attention and you know exactly in what context and what sentiment your name was used. Positive, negative, sarcastic, etc. That's how powerful our peripheral perception is. So just to have a picture in our heads, when the central route is a sniper with narrow vision on the target, seeing nothing else around, peripheral route is a chameleon with eyes all around the head, perceiving almost everything. Not only is our peripheral perception powerful, it also tends to keep quiet, trying not to wake up our active brain. And what comes with it, also counter-arguing, is not so active. So all messages perceived peripherally are kind of reaching us with all our rational defenses idle or asleep. And this message reaches our implicit memory and succeeds to be instilled in it, and therefore suddenly on the non-conscious level we conceptualize something, something new, and we've grown a certain attitude towards it, maybe even emotion. And we will never know how and why that happened. All that happened implicitly. I like to compare the peripherally perceived communication and its impact to actually falling in love. I like to think that you should never truly understand why you fell in love. This way your brain cannot ever counter-argue it and find arguments why this relationship may not make sense. With this logic, you should never answer the question why you love somebody. If you find this answer, and it's about rational superiority in a certain domain, like she or he is very caring or very intelligent or very amusing, then your brain will make a valid observation that maybe there is someone out there even more caring, more intelligent, or more amusing. 
And if that's the reason why you love this person, then maybe she or he is not the one. So it's better not to counter-argue it. Neither it is for the brands. If your message is not counter-argued, it stands a chance to be translated into the purchase behavior that you expect. And that's the whole point. So you already feel when it is best to design your communication in a way not to be counter-argued and be highly emotional rather than rational. It's destined to brands who want to invite new consumers, especially those who do not have any attitude towards your brand yet, especially in categories with a lot of options and high imitation level with innovations that do not last long. You want to transfer the values of your brand and merge them with the values of your future consumers. It's about shaping their new attitude towards your brand via igniting emotions and eventually feelings that this brand can best address their need states and get the job done. It will be anchored in, sub in subconscious favorability and rather not in rational superiority that could be otherwise counter-argued especially at first. Maybe next you will post-rationalize, but first it's going to be subconscious favorability. In simple words, if you're new in town, in a category full of competition that can easily imitate you, if you start your welcome message with I can clean your clothes well or my insurance policy is better than your current one, you will be vehemently counter-argued, too expensive, too unknown, too risky. But if you start your welcome message with an emotionally engaging story that keeps your active perception and working memory asleep, you will keep all the defense systems idle and passive. You will pass safely through the subcortex of the brain to store positive emotion and maybe eventually a strong feeling to your brand. And that's a good start for a lasting relationship. See you in the next episode. Thank you for being with us. See you in the next episode of Marketing Masterclass.